This is the 10-Minute Contrarian Podcast. This is VP. We are a solutions-based podcast, diving into the world of contrarian investing and alternative finance. You can find us hosted on the No Nonsense Forex YouTube channel, nonsenseforex.com, and podcast players everywhere. Episode 67 is brought to us by Blueberry Markets Traders. I don't know what else to tell you if you haven't done so already. Join the brokerage with the top customer service in the world. I mean, come on, 4.7 out of 5 on Trustpilot, 4.9 on Google, and 4.6 on Forex Peace Army. Just doesn't happen. And remember, too, most people leave reviews when they're angry. So factor that into the equation. You can trade Forex, crypto, top 50 American traded stocks, indices, metals, all right there. Click the link down below in the show notes. That takes you to the blog. tells you everything you have to know. From there, click the affiliate link at the bottom of the blog, and you will receive two times the sign-up bonus you would normally get with that click. And your very own personal customer service representative should anything ever go wrong. This offer is only available to people outside of the United States, but my fellow Americans, you know I got something just as good for you too. Check the show notes for that as well. It is the 10 Minute Contrarian Podcast, and a quick market update before we get things started. Nothing too out of the ordinary, really, um, but the United States dollar continues to go up. I've been telling you to stack cash for a long time now, mainly United States dollar if you can, and almost everybody listening to this right now has the ability to do that. This continues to be my advice. People have been calling for this thing to turn around for months now, and they have all been wrong every single time. Uh, Because remember, when the United States dollar goes up, pretty much everything else goes down. So if you're doing nothing but holding the dollars you already have, you are officially winning. Now, if you're holding stocks and crypto, it's not going to feel like you're winning, but... The chance to DCA at super low prices is going to be worth the time spent in this bear market, in this recession, and in this possible depression coming up. And if we ever get there, information is going to be key. And if you're getting your information from classic news sources, if you have not learned by now, that is probably not your best recourse. Do better. You should have a handful of people who you listen to to keep you up to date on things like this. Now, if I am one of those people... The three main mediums I communicate to you when it comes to things like this are this here podcast, Twitter, and the blog. Make sure you're following me on Twitter, and make sure you are checking into nonsenseforex.com slash blog every Thursday. I almost always have something for you. Uh, This past blog was more of a fun one, and it's going to tie into the subject for this week's episode. Um, But the last one I did before that on the Hong Kong dollar, very important, not a very long blog. Uh, But if you want to stay informed and stay ready for what's coming around the corner, blogs like that are crucial. Now, there's some information you're not going to get on this podcast, so just make sure you're plugged in. Now, the blog I just did on Thursday was more of an editorial piece talking about DeFi and how, on the surface at least, it looks like they pretty much advertise to children. Now, I know children are not supposed to be using those sites, and most of them probably don't, but I don't know about you, I'm a grown-up. And I want grown-up finance, especially going forward. And this is what Ave is. Not only is this where a lot of whales go to generate yield on their crypto. They do that because Ave is the best of breed when it comes to lending platforms on the blockchain. And best of breed is something we spoke about last week. In any sector, your best chances of grabbing onto the one thing that has the highest chance of making it down the road is going to be finding the best of breed, and this one is very easy. 
Now, before I start breaking down Ave, uh, let me throw some bad news out there if you agree with what I'm about to say. But I think it's going to be a while, uh, and I'm talking years, before we see DeFi return to the levels we saw a year ago today. You know, there was a lot of trust, blind trust, that got put into that space about two years ago. And DeFi delivered until it didn't. And that trust was broken. And every single DeFi platform suffered. I talked about this in the blog as well. And it's a shame, too, because as a finance guy and as a crypto guy, I am super excited for DeFi and the future of it. But you're going to have a hard time convincing me that there really is a short to medium bull case out there, unless it just rises with the rest of the market, which honestly, I doubt. I just can't see people wanting to come back right now. You know, there's always a handful of people who will, and that's good. For example, people really want yield. You know, when UST crashed and people lost billions and billions of dollars collectively within a week. People were flooding into USDD on the Tron blockchain, a stable coin that pretty much everybody knows is not that stable. No, but they were giving 20% returns just like Anchor Protocol was using UST. And nobody learned their lesson, and that's where they flocked to. So at least we can deduce that there is still a lot of interest in DeFi and gaining yield, and probably even lending at this point even though so many of those people got liquidated. <laughs> but, you know, all of this was a really huge positive for Ave because they weren't affected. They were financially just because of everything else going on. But they survived the storm beautifully. Uh, but anyway, I'm not done with the negatives yet. Now, this is, again, this is just my theory, my opinion on things. It's, as usual, a bit conspiratorial. Um, but as usual, you guys are my audience, and you're my audience because we all think along the same lines for the most part. Uh, so maybe this won't sound over-the-top crazy to you. Um, but I think there's two ways that DeFi is really going to come back. You need a catalyst to push it. It can't just be new and hypey and people are making these crazy returns. I think those days are gone. You know, again, it's good until it's not, and then those scars remain for a while. But... You guys all know there's been this war on the middle class for a long time, especially in the United States. Uh, there is less and less and less of them, and that is never a good thing for your country. The income gap widens, which means crime goes up, and the rich, if this is what they want to do, have the opportunity to gain more and more power. And after you've already played the game of life and beaten it and made you know millions and millions and millions of dollars, you can only spend so much of it, really, before it just gets boring. You know, you ever beat GTA or any of those games to where you just have so much money that's not even fun anymore? You know, there, there are people who have done that at life. And so what's next? Where's the next thrill? What's the next desire? It's power. And rich people understand the long game the way most people don't. So they'll hang back and wait. And these frogs start to boil, and that's why they're able to pull it off. Now, in this process, you're going to have a lot of people out there who have a really hard time generating money. Now, you have that now, but I think it's only going to get worse. On top of that, I think universal basic income is absolutely going to be a thing. If you control people's money, you control them. And most people are not going to be satisfied getting government money, either because that's just not who they are or because it's just not enough and they want more. And I think things like DeFi and the metaverse are obvious places for these people to turn. Uh, but this is the short to medium term future I see, at least in the United States. 
but you're probably feeling it where you're from too. And then the second possibility is if the banking system collapse. This, I mean, this would completely springboard crypto and gold into the next stratosphere is when the world loses confidence in the one thing they have had confidence in ever since they have been born, uh, that your money will be safe in a bank. For most people around the developed world, that has been the one sure thing in their lives. The one thing you can always count on. But just like we saw with a lot of DeFi platforms, with a lot of crypto projects, with a lot of stable coins, what happens when you can no longer rely on those things? And it doesn't take much. People are so worried about having even one small bank fail because then that puts everybody on notice. And then they go try to pull their cash out of the banks they have. They realize, oh shit, the banks don't have a lot of cash in them. Now you guys know that because I've been telling you that, but most people don't know that. You know, word of mouth spreads and then all the dominoes start to fall. It does not take much. God forbid four or five of them fail. And right now a lot of them are dangerously close to that. But again, this could take years. But again, I could be wrong. And I'm one of the few people out there that invests for the possibility that I am wrong. You know, I heard it last week. Somebody said, uh, you're not truly diversified unless there are parts of your portfolio that you just absolutely hate. And I thought that was funny. It's Michael Gayed, actually, on uh, on Kiko News. I got to credit him. Uh, so even if you feel like you're getting into this way too early or p- even putting it on your radar way too early and you just don't want to put your money in a place like this right now, you know, I'm still going to do it because I think the upside is just way too good here. I want to back winners in the crypto space, and there's not a whole lot that we can really declare as true winners in this space. So when we find one, we need to latch onto it. And yes, by the way, there are parts of my portfolio that I really do hate. Uh, Carbon credits, for example, a couple other things. Uh, But that's fine. I can't just have all contrarian investments in my portfolio. I'm not diversified. Uh, But anyway, back to Avi. Let's do a quick rundown here. Some of the other reasons why I really like it. Uh, Not only have they survived this bear market, especially in DeFi, uh, which means they have blown ahead of their competition. They were already way ahead of their competition. They widened the gap during this time by losing less than everybody else when it comes to money and when it comes to trust. Uh, But not only have they survived, they have actually expanded. You know, they were only on the Ethereum chain for a while. And now they're on AVAX and Polygon and Phantom, a couple other layer twos on Ethereum. And that's what I like to see. That was part of my Polygon argument. You know, the price might be going down a lot. But despite that, the company still has the cash and still has the savvy to expand greatly during this time. They also have a stable coin coming. Um, now, I don't think it's, it's super necessary for uh, me to invest in something that has a stable coin, but it's usually nothing but a net positive, as long as they're not ridiculous with it like Tron was, or in hindsight like Terra was. And I can't really imagine Ave doing that. They're pretty much just using it as a utility. You know, I like moves like that too. You know, in the DeFi world, just like the TradFi world, I compared, what did I compare uh, to Intel? Chainlink. I compared Chainlink to Intel. I'm comparing Aave to Morgan Stanley. You need that top-tier bank that's not going to get you sick returns, but that's going to satisfy the top 1% to 2% of investors in the space. That is woefully needed in the crypto space, and we have it. And places like that don't go away. And their stock usually goes up nicely when it's time. So I will be adding another best of breed 
crypto token to my portfolio. And when I finally do that, you will find it on my crypto holdings blog. I haven't done it yet because, you know, we're still in a pretty, pretty heavy falling bear market as I speak. And the more it falls and the cheaper I can buy my Aave token, the happier I am. So keep your eyes open out there, contrarians. Always be paying attention. But understand, just like the rich, just like the elites, we play the long game too. Keep stacking that cash in the meantime, and when the time is right, you fire. You don't hesitate. You know, buying up cryptos in a bear market like this to a lot of people is going to seem crazy. That's fine. Because just think where crypto is going to be in about 20 years from now and how history will look back on this time as an era of bargain basement prices. Which means we're not crazy. We're just early.